Feast High. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. My name is Tyler. And I'm Condra. We did that backwards than we normally do. I got very... I was think, I was very self-conscious about what I was saying because of your comment to me. No, so maybe you did get it right last episode. I don't know. I did. It felt like we skipped something. I just say it so efficiently. It's very important that you explain the premise of the podcast right away. Like, you need to have that formality because if you just jump in all loosey-goosey, it doesn't work. I mean... If someone's jumping in at minute 46 of High School Musical 2, <laughs> our fourth season. Sometimes you listen right to like the most recent episode first to see if you like it. And find out we're a bunch of baloney and a mess. And then they're like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> but we're talking about minute 46. Which begins with Sharpay singing, I think, with the mighty spirit Fufu. In correlation to Tiki, 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 want to speaky, speaky, speaky. Thank you. The more times you say that, the the funnier it gets. Does it? I just hate it every time I say it. So. <laughs> You've been insisting on saying it. Because there's no way you can shorten that. It's thrice so I have thrice. the um, for I have the lyrics in front of me, but I'm on the Disney fandom wiki. Mm-hmm. And to the right of the page is uh, the popular pages. And all, literally all of the popular pages are different members of the Madrigal family. <laughs> nice. It's Camilo and then Mirabelle and then Dolores and then Isabella. Amazing. <laughs> I am not on the Disney wiki because I find that site very distracting and I go down too many rabbit holes. <laughs> um, hey, going down a rabbit hole would be a fun thing to do on the Disney wiki. <laughs> Almost like you could probably find that page on the Disney wiki. (laughs) Um, And the minute ends with the end of the chorus question mark. They're they're singing the chorus. They're singing the chorus. It's the end of the name. What's the name of the song? Tyler, why don't you tell me? Um, I believe it's Humu Humu Nuku Nuku Apawa'a. Correct. And then a bunch of other nonsense syllables that may or may not be actual Hawaiian I don't know. <laughs> like um, I said, I have. So so there's like DJing and and rapping in this first half of the minute. Yeah, the the song's coming around on me. It's the, the in fact the breakdown. That like, you're being broken down. The, yeah, no, the breakdown. Go ahead and give it to me. Breakdown, honey. Get me through the night. Breakdown. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Tom Petty. At first, I was like, where's he going? And then I got it after the second one. I was like, ah, Tom Petty. Nice. No, so yeah. So Ryan's doing this thing where he's like pretending to DJ and he's like holding the microphone up in that weird sideways way. It's like, it's funny. Like, like Lucas Graybeal doing that and have like the Ryan character being like this white kid who's like doing this weird cultural appropriation of not only the Hawaiian stuff now, but the hip hop culture is like the layers of him doing that is funny. Yeah, it's it's like they they looked at all the bags of potential cultural appropriation. And they're like, well, <laughs> we've got a bunch of them. Let's just 
throw as many on the fire as we can because we also had the kabuki thing last minute. So yeah. it's just it's just a lot. Like Lucas Grabeel's probably talented enough where like if they tried to do a thing where he was like a white guy doing hip hop, like he could probably pull it off if, if that he, was like a decom or something. If he was like in a white man can't jump kind of movie. Yeah. I feel like he'd be able to pull that off. Yeah. Well, not about basketball, but well, yes. Yes. <laughs> But this, it's the better version of it where it's like, it's got several layers of irony on it. So you're like, okay, we're in on the joke. Ryan is not good at this in like a real way. He's doing like, you know, a passable enough job for the joke to work. Yeah, I just really, I have such a hard time with the the fake hip hop DJing, rapping stuff. Like, (laughs) it just, it it gets like... It's one of those things that kind of make my skin crawl. Like, there's those things that you just can't control that annoy you. What about that midsection in the Taylor Swift song, Shake It Off? Um, I don't know that song. I know the Hillywood version of Shake It Off, which features the Supernatural <laughs> we're not ca- stars. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. <laughs> um, okay. So, Sharpay, Sharpay says, okay, so now this is some real fish talk. Real big fish. Am I right? Um, um you're skipping because she says no lie i know but you're skipping so words i do not mince please make a man of my fresh fish prince and i'm like so that's that's like a fresh prince it's a fresh prince reference i i I thought so too and they basically were saying the like tiki is Speaking to the spirit of Mount Fufu, requesting that the spirit of the mountain change her fish love into a man. Yeah. Back into a man. Back into a man. And apparently that works after she speaks real fish. Yeah. So there's like another (laughs) pause where she has to speak real fish. No lie. And then she does like the Dory speaking whale thing. Where well, she goes, there's like dolphin oh. noises. I think yeah. I think the soundboard has some maybe some potential fish noises in it too because I hear like a dolphin chitter or yeah, whatever. But like Sharpay's doing these like vocalizations and Ryan's like gurgling water. That's pretty funny. And he has to spit it out <laughs> like um, Gershwin. From the he book. spits it out at the end and then he throws the water bottle, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. If I'm just watching Ryan... I like this. It's what all the other <laughs> stuff is in. Then I'm like, mm, not so much. Yeah, there's this like weird like pan down shot of like the sharp pets and they're doing like fish skills, but in like a totem pole way. Like, yeah, you're, you're like, oh, we're adding more things onto the. <laughs> Let's just keep adding cultural appropriation on to this fire. It's, uh, <laughs> at what point does it stop being song? appropriation and start being <laughs> defecation? <laughs> um, two minutes ago. so sharpay then cultural defecation that'll be the title (laughs) oh no (laughs) sharpay brings to the, the fish transforms into a prince and she brings out a script and gives it to troy and makes uh what is the like suggests that Troy, Troy be the one who is the uh, character of the yes. fish prince. So he was he would have been the fish dancing earlier that Ryan was 
And all of a sudden, Ryan sees what Sharpay is doing because he is thrown off his fish costume and, like, jumps out into the middle and is all excited to be the prince now. And then he sees Sharpay trying to get Troy to sing. And then Ryan works the best pouty face the rest of this minute. <laughs> yes. Um, Ryan is very passive aggressively singing. <laughs> the rest I of love the song. that he is still singing. Like the boy will not. <laughs> kind of the stop. show must go on. <laughs> I know, which I love, but he he like stomps around. Like they're they're walking <laughs> around Troy on throne, and he's stomping and pouting while he's singing, and it's adorable. It's confusing because they like did this whole choreography. They actually moved Troy's like little throne thing to be like on the stage with them. Mm -hmm. And they've got this like whole thing choreographed out. So like what did what was the point of confusion? Because I don't necessarily agree that the design would be for Troy to be the fish from the beginning of the song. It seems like the narrator character that Ryan is, is Ryan. And then you get like the sudden appearance of the fish character well, no. as like a new person. Well, no, because Ryan kept having to flip on and off the fish. Like he kept pulling down the fish costume and then peeling it off for when he was the narrator versus when he was the fish. Like he was playing two roles. Yeah. But, but I in think the it would... sort of way where it's like a, a two role thing where it's designed to be played by one person. No. And it That's would make point sense that he's also the prince if he's the fish. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He's like, I, the whole thing doesn't make sense. Yeah, well, Sharpay Troy is, would never have been designed to be the narrator, though. No, Sharpay is literally pulling this out of nowhere. And is Ryan's like, what the heck? I've worked so hard on all of this. You're putting <laughs> me through the ringer, and now I'm not in it? <laughs> well, he is still in it. He's just in it for everything leading up to that. And then when the big reveal of the, of the prince is that he isn't the prince... That's what's a letdown is because he did all this work leading up to it. And then the credit goes to this other guy. Much like Drew Seeley in High School Musical 1. <laughs> is this is that what it's a metaphor for? Did we just crack this? And that's why they had to take it out. You're not like, no, people are going to catch on. This is too real. <laughs> so Sharpay like starts singing in a deep voice suggesting that this is the part that Troy would sing. And Troy is immediately like, no, he will not be party to this racism. He has his college applications. He does not want this popping up anywhere on his record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I so mean what's, so what's this? I see about you doing a Hawaiian cultural appropriation scandal. Can you explain <laughs> this on your I was going to say, sometimes you do stupid things when you're in love, but I wasn't in love. I was being bullied <laughs> by someone I hate because of who I love. <laughs> um. Well, it doesn't seem like you have enough moral ethic to go to our school. Bye. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be the face of our basketball team. Um. Thanks for applying. If you don't want to be on the basketball team, maybe we'll consider you, but not the basketball team. But our, our basketball team has a lot of Hawaiian players, so they just it wouldn't match well. Also, you should just like reevaluate your whole life. Connor, we did an improv thing, and we, I like, didn't. I didn't shut it down. Yeah, I'm learning, and I can cut out the time it took you to think. So perfect. <laughs> We're usually yeah, I mean, doing this at night and I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I have to think all day. 
Whereas from my perspective, the freaks come out at night. <sighs> I'm, uh, I'm out of things to out I mean, of things to say about this. I mean, there's not there's not much to comment on the choreography or anything. It's a lot of weird, like line like arm choreography or like quasi luau dancing like yeah or, uh, i like that the song stops for 20 seconds for sharpay to make fish noises I'm, <laughs> i support that it's the only part of the song you like yeah is when it becomes objectively awful <laughs> <laughs> but hey that's the music i'm into <laughs> I, I i can't disagree with you there <laughs> i i this is another instance of Ryan getting snubbed by Sharpay in a way that we should just keep an eye on. Ryan is getting beaten down by Sharpay despite it being summertime, despite them yeah. supposing to do, like, do chill things and like... When just... are we getting the Ryan redemption arc? Wait, Tyler. Wait. <laughs> Ryan Demption. Um, that just sounds like a name of a person. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ryan. Ryan Demption. <laughs> oh, there's Dempsey. It isn't like Dempsey... Patrick Dempsey, I think. Yeah. That's a guy. Is this another nine, like Gen Z? Yeah, that's like a way <laughs> Gen Z wouldn't know who Patrick Dempsey is. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the right name. I don't either, but it just like kind of <laughs> sounded, I was like, is that, he's the guy, I'm like 90% sure that's the guy in Enchanted. That's not James Marston, but I'm not sure. I think you're right. So, so Gen Z would know who he is because Enchanted. He's old though, because he was born in 1966. So he would have been like 40 already when that came out. Yeah, and he definitely looks it in Enchanted. <laughs> like him and Amy Adams never made sense to me. I'm like James Marsden is beautiful and hilarious. Yeah, but now that's James Marsden, like in those Sonic movies. So you're like, you're old. <laughs> Sonic. Um, anything else you want to say? I want to do our about... decom of the week segment, Tyler. <laughs> okay. We'll wrap who mo- we'll we'll wrap the song next no, time. No we, rapping. <laughs> we have um, W R A P. Oh, okay. We'll um, we'll conclude our song because we have like little lyrics left in the next. I minute, just want to be like really... excited about this movie again. Tyler, we're coming up to some good good stuff. The only thing I've liked about this movie was like the last week's minute where it was Indiana Jones. Um, that's not true. You liked parts of Work It Out. Yeah, when they were banging on pots and pans because <laughs> I like nonsense. <laughs> well, there's more nonsense I meant, I meant, to come, I meant Tyler. lately. The only thing I've enjoyed oh, lately. Lately. I've enjoyed doing the episodes, but the movie has been a drag. Well, like I said, we're in our droid factory. <sighs> okay we'll so for decom last week we pitched a movie sequel to eddie's million dollar cook-off which was a pre-existing decom that we were rebooting many years later and we're gonna take not a decom but we're gonna make a decom sequel kind of like parent trap we're gonna parent trap this but not actually parent <laughs> trap it which i did last week so <laughs> we're gonna do sky high too yes I don't know what year Sky High came out. It must come out in like 2006 or 2007. Okay. Perfect range for where we're talking about. So is Sky High 2, as we're pitching it, is it a a sequel from a couple years later? Is this... 2005. Um, yeah, I was right. Is this... Um, I forget the boy's name. Strong is it? Is Stronghold? Will, Will Stronghold? Will Stronghold. Is this like Will Stronghold's senior year? Or is this like... 
an, another 20 years. I, I feel like we should do senior year because we are, just did the 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I was like, all right, there's two ways to go here. There's like col- first year of college or like last year of high school. <laughs> Sky, Sky College. Sky University. <laughs> Sky University, Tyler. Or Will and the girl who is way too good for Layla. him. Layla. Layla. Because Will should have ended up with Warren. My hot take. Um, <laughs> that was pointless that he ended up with That's the lady. That's a hot the- take about ah. Warren Peace. He has fire powers, everybody, in case you're not familiar with Sky High. Do you want to do a very quick Sky High, Ty? Uh, oh, Sky High. We, it's like an allegory. We've probably talked about it before, but. <laughs> it's like an allegory for a child in the LGBTQ community. Um, he grows up, but he doesn't have any powers, but he doesn't want to tell his parents. So he goes to Sky High. His parents are superheroes, uh, but so he's going to the high school for superheroes, but he doesn't actually have any powers, so he's trying to fit in, and he gets kind of put in with the the outcast sidekick groups, and he wants to be a hero, and he wants to impress his parents, and he wants to date the beautiful girl, and so he has to kind of lie, and then he does get superpowers, and stuff happens. Then the, the girl he likes is actually a villain, and his enemy becomes his friend, and his best friend becomes his girlfriend. That's like a whole monologue from the end of the movie. Oh, that it's is, Sky yeah. High. Just, just pause this and watch it on Disney+. Plus. I don't have time to explain it. It's literally better than whatever this next 10 minutes of podcast is going to be. It is such a good movie. Like, Kurt Russell's in it. Linda Carter is the principal of Sky High, which is perfect <laughs> casting choice there. I love that she's in that movie. There's a guy named Ron Wilson who's a bus driver. Ron Wilson bus driver and he just yep. hands out his business card and is so serious <laughs> about being the bus driver of sky high yeah it's an important job it is he keeps the location secure no it's a really good movie and i was like okay you could do the spin-off of like oh all their kids no i don't want to come up with like a whole new set of kids yeah but i thought that'd be a good tv show <laughs> yeah th- this 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 will be our raven's home yeah girl meets world yeah sky high the show i mean if you think Um, about it give it another five years that's when we like our generation would quote unquote have kids and we'd want to be watching like it's it lines up yeah okay so do you want to do do you want to do like junior or senior year or do you want to do freshman year of college oh man freshman year of college is really tempting but for a decom it doesn't make as much sense as senior year yeah i also don't want us like set up like set up a whole new canon like I, mm. it would be hard to figure out what sky university is like explain why there's a college for superheroes too mm. high school for superheroes is already confusing enough do all the superheroes live in the same city or do they drive many many miles to get to school every some, morning some of them fly yeah or run. I always wondered about the kid that ran super fast, the bully. Does he run to the school? I wouldn't imagine he could because it's I don't in think the he air. Can, he can't. Yeah, he can't fly. Maybe there's like a secret path of mm. like floating steps that you can walk up if you miss the bus. Very Legolas <laughs> in The Hobbit <laughs> video game style. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so, so Will year? and Layla are. Do you want them to be like junior so that Warren Peace is, is, is he old? Because he's older than he's them, He's right? older than them, yeah. So Let's is have, he, yeah. I guess he could already be graduated and that's like a dynamic too. So yeah. it's their senior year. Warren Peace is graduated. 
You know, the bullies have also graduated. It's like their time to be on top, right? They're on top of the world. Even if they're sidekicks, some of them, mm-hmm. even if they're sidekicks, they're still like, oh, this is our year to shine. But they're getting into that, like, they're getting into their, like, placements yeah. now. So they're like, getting paired okay, up. so I feel like I'm on top, but I'm actually going back to the bottom again. So they're dealing with this dual feeling. I have an idea. What if there's a mentorship program, like part of their senior year is like a mentorship program? This feels a little more college but because it's superheroes, it makes sense for no, high yeah, school. Yeah, they, they get like an internship. Yeah. And they get like paired up and Will has a new rival because he's kind of friends with Warren. So he would have had to find a new rival and someone who's got maybe similar powers to him. There was one guy that was pretty strong, that rock guy. Maybe yeah, that but, guy gets paired up with his dad. And- yeah, I was thinking like the dad. So the dad is played by Kurt Russell. Um, does the dad want Will to be his like intern sidekick? I think so, because I mean, he show- he shows him the sanctum and is like, you're going to fight by your mom and I's side one day. And we're so excited to fight with you and all that. And like, yeah, he would. Expect- Will doesn't have the heart to tell his dad that he signed up to be another superhero sidekick intern. Or, yeah, yeah, he's interested. Yeah, it's a way to, like, he still loves his dad, but he, like, it's this thing where he wants to grow apart from his dad. Like, he connected with his dad in the previous movie, and they have a connection, and they respect each other, but that doesn't mean that he wants to live in his father's shoes still. So it's not a complete character regression in that way. mm -hmm. And maybe it was, like, they start out, like, the beginning of the movie, it's, like, summer break, and they're fighting bad guys together. Like, there's this trio now, like, the way the Incredibles family became a thing. Are they, like, really good at it, but... Yeah, but Will doesn't feel like he's getting enough of an experience. Like, he wants to learn more about superhero work. Yeah, or, like, they, they fight in a really specific way that, like... He doesn't Will knows that if they ever come up against like a certain technology or a certain like like poison or like well, sabotage that they wouldn't be able to fight it. And well, his father's like, no, we can handle anything as long as we're together. And Will's like, no, we need to actually learn and and grow and expand our horizons. Exactly. Like he he will bring back Gwen as an example and be like, we would not have been able to fight Gwen in this tactic. Like that's the one thing that they still kind of can't get like they're they're past it and they're proud of like their efforts and stuff but like will is always kind of haunted by it yeah and so what's the villain situation i guess because we plant we're gonna plant the seed for the villain situation early is it the return of um i don't want it to be gwen again you do or you don't no but is is she like around at all or like her little like sidekick friend around (sighs) What I was thinking was it would be interesting for him to learn from like a tech person or like a mad scientist type person. And maybe at one point he does go see Gwen to get like recommended someone. And that's oh, that's interesting. Where the- so we can have we can have a Mary Elizabeth Winstead cameo. Yeah. Um. So, so like uh, so he's going to go learn from like her old mentor. Yeah, that might be cool. Um. But her old mentor is like is of dubious moral standing. Well, I mean, but he wants to intern for them anyway. Like this is what I'm confused. Like, why would he have to go to her first before he maybe, no, maybe like he tries going to the mentor, but the mentor won't approve of him. 
So he goes to Gwen and says, what's the secret? It's, it's a very like, um, it's like a samurai trope, I guess. Like what's the secret to like getting on this guy's good side? What do we have to do? And it, and she gives him the advice, like it's going to be torture. You, you need to act this certain way and do it the very specifically. And it's like, I'm only, I'm only telling you this because I did actually think you were kind of cute. Yeah. And it might also be, well, she's being raised because she's a baby again. So, did she get turned into a baby yeah, she again? Tur- she got. I thought she just got arrested normal. I thought she got turned into a baby again and her her um, minion had to raise her again. <sighs> I don't remember. what. It seemed like they were threatening to turn her into a baby again, but wait, I don't know if we literally saw it. I'm not sure. But I did just remember, so I'm gonna I'll keep looking. But I also just remembered that Ron Wilson got superpowers at the end of the movie by falling into no, a he vat didn't. of to- he fell into a vat of toxic waste. Oh, th- this is in like the um, it's in the, this is it's in, in like the, pro- the post yeah, not the post credits, but like the it, the end of the end of story monologue yeah. montage. Yes. <laughs> All right, so. And the the duplicating lady became Will's arch nemesis. Okay, I, but she was older too. She was she in, was a year older. Yeah, yeah. So the first person that Will tries to intern with is Ron Wilson. Yeah, but he is too like nice and overbearing and won't let Will get involved or whatever. Yeah, he's like he's too just protective. like yeah, I'll get like I'll give you an A no matter what. You're Will, like you're my bud. And Will's like, no, I actually want to put myself out there. Right. Because yeah. e- people either people either fear him or they baby him. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't they no one wants to let him truly experience the world. Yeah. And the only person who doesn't have a pre-established connection with him is this mentor who no one who never accepts an intern ever. Mm-hmm. People try every year and no one ever accepts him. So it's this kind of mythological thing because he's produced so many villains mm-hmm. that people are like either you don't want to try it or he's going to turn you down because his way is so dangerous and on the line of potentially turning you to evil. But Will needs that kind of balance. He he wants to understand the perspective of the other side a little bit and also like gain this knowledge about technology in a way that will just strengthen his combative techniques. Yeah. Do we are we are we getting back our um Kids in the hall. Do we got um, the the guinea pig girl, the guy that glows no, in the dark? No, I'm talking about the adults. It's oh. a two of two of the, two of the actors are like Dave Foley and Kevin McDonald's from the Canadian sketch comedy troupe, the Kids in the Hall. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> what's the the boy, Mister Mister Boy Man? What's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's a great character he's um basically buddy in the incredibles yeah he but he's and still a good guy and then there's the guy with the big brain he's the he's the henchman for gwen no that's that's like the weird guy with like horns <gasps> right the little green goblin guy that's right yeah oh, okay oh yeah the super smart the lab the scientist guy. yeah Yes. Yeah, and then there's the boomer gym coach guy. Mm-hmm. He had a mullet. <laughs> I think, yeah. That's one of the jokes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I don't think we figured out what the villain was. No. We figured out, like, the mentor relationship. So what's this seed that's been planted, and what's his relationship with Layla, and, like, what's that path? 
Like, what's his personal drama? Because it's a superhero movie. He's got to have his superhero I, problems and his normal person problems. I think his normal person problems are kind of his dad being very upset. At, I think it's going to be more of a family than a romance kind of thing. And but you got to have a, trink, a trickle of the romance yeah. drama. I think maybe Layla is like, oh, we're drifting apart. We're going to be going to different places. Like, she wants to go to plant school. And like, yeah, does, does she want to like do superhero work? She seems like she would want to be like just working in a garden or a lab or something. Yeah, I think she's maybe gone the science route and he's trying to learn science to like impress her, but it's the wrong kind of science. And he just is like a bumbling fool. Yeah, because if he's going into the technology sphere, then that's kind of like not the nature yeah. side. He's like, no, we can combine them. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe Layla is being supported by Warren again, and they are realizing they meld well together. And I would honestly be so for it if Will and Layla did not end up together, but I also showed my hand very early on. And I think <laughs> Layla and Warren work better together. I think you could bring back the love triangle. I wouldn't mind seeing that love triangle explored some more. Yeah, especially as they're a little bit older, like Warren is working now or like he's come to terms with his villainous parentage and like trying to to find his own place in the in the superhero community and working with will for these last couple years has really helped him figure out how to balance all of that and like not just be oppressed by his parentage yeah what about and then now we have our other random sidekicks, the yellow kid and the guinea pig girl and the, the goop guy kid who melts. Yeah. And they're like thinking about college or whatever. They're like having college. They're, they're like the Taylors and the Marthas in the background of High School Musical. I too. guess I, I guess that's kind of the stuff I was talking about at the beginning of the movie where or at the beginning of this kind of pitch where it's like they're seniors. So they feel really big, but they're also kind of feeling small again because all the hard work they've put in at Sky High isn't going to pay off in the way that it does for, like, superheroes. They're going to have to settle into, like, normal jobs again and be support, sidekick-type people. Mm-hmm. Hero support is what they call them. Yeah. But it's it's a lot easier to think that, and then you get, you know, you get your first job, and you're like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So they're, they're entering the workforce. But I bet also they're excited... Like, especially because they have these really unconventional powers that they can shine themselves and find, like, glow-in-the-dark kid is super into dancing and gets into this really good dance school example. And he's finding his passion. He's like, I don't need to be a superhero or hero support to be really happy in life. And, like, some of them finding that their path doesn't lead that way. Or just finding that, like, it's okay to do the one thing that they're good at and be happy with it and Mm -hmm. not have to, like, dream to do something amazing. And maybe that's where Will's arc ends up is, like, he doesn't have to be the next. It's a version of the hero support story from the last movie where it's like, I don't need to be, like, the big guy. I can work on a team. Mm -hmm. It's a version of that where it's like, I don't need to be a hero at all. I can just be a good person in my life. Maybe. And then he becomes like a social worker or something like. Yeah, I think there's that element of well-roundedness that he's like trying to get from his mentorship that maybe we can pull out and 
Like, he's like, there's more to this world than just being strong and flying and, like, being a good hero. It's knowing how to work well with people and that damage after you do the superhero work. And, like, maybe that's what he learns from his mentor. Like, his mentor is so haunted by all the atrocities his mentees have committed over the years that he's like, oh, I see where I could be helpful. Because he is actually, like, a pretty good listener in like a kind of iffy way but like maybe that's where he grows over his three years in high school is he's focused on that team and like learning about others and stuff that he becomes really empathetic and so learning from the mentor like oh i can be a involved in hero work by helping people recover and survive and re like thrive again after yeah yeah so and that's kind of what he does with the mentor it's like a who saved who Mm mm-hmm (laughs) there's also a version of it where like will becomes like a teacher and the future principal of sky high because he understands it. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's like something where like the principal turns evil or something like, Mm. I don't want to see Linda. We we still don't have a villain. (laughs) We don't have a villain. Honestly, it could be like an underminer kind of thing where it's just kind of like a, someone that pops up and just stirs the emotional pot. Yeah. I was going to say it's okay to just have a new villain who's not connected to the old one. Yeah. So is there a certain like superpower that you think would be cool for the villain to have? Well, I think in the in following this will trying to learn about tech thing, I think having a tech villain like the lady from that- Incredibles 2. <laughs> like I was going to say. <laughs> well, it doesn't necessarily have to be technology. It could be like well, now, now it's just because I've been watching Jessica Jones and that that supervillain has, like, the power to, like, command people to do things. Yeah. So it could be something where, like, it could be, like, psychological. Yeah. I think it's something that he's proving to his dad, oh, see, we can't punch everything. Yeah. Or it could even be, like, poison or, or like, Ant-Man or, like, it could be, like, a shrinking thing. All right. We've talked about this enough. Yeah. I, like, maybe, like, a Green Goblin type. Where it's got some poison, but it's also got some, like, quickness to it that, like, and, like, conniving that isn't something you just punch. Yeah. We had we had lots of good ideas in there, actually. Yeah, no, I think... Put it, us in the writer's room. Yeah. We'll get some ideas of stirring. And then yeah. the show will be about Warren and Layla's kid and Will being the principal of Sky High. That's the yeah. spinoff show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else? Nope. What about you? All right. Uh, Go watch Sky High. It's great. It is. And Bowling for Soup has a song in it. So what more can you ask for? Okay. (laughs) Where can people find us on the internet? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah. Tell us your favorite Bowling for Soup song. Mine is almost. I know that right off the top of my head. (laughs) Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I've been Condra. And I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next minute for hopefully a scene that in no way relates to this song and promptly ceases to acknowledge that these past four minutes even exist. You can bet on it. Can you, though?